We are continuing the Chayadim and Klal Hay. We began the discussion of bracha shenitzricha. A classic example of causing yourself to make unnecessary brachas would be, let's say a person's eating two fruits, and he specifically has in mind to only be yaitza his buyer preates on one of those fruits. Halacha is he's not he doesn't he's, that that ha'etz does not help him for the second fruit, and if he wants to eat the second fruit, he has to make another bracha. So the halacha is you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't uh, set yourself up. That you're going to cause yourself to make two brachas when you could have made one bracha. This is called a bracha being gairim, causing a bracha she'enetzricha. The the source we see in Shas was from the Mishnah in Yuma, which talks about the Kain Gadol, that he would not take a second Sefer Torah, he would actually just read Parshas Pinchas by heart on the night of Yom Kippur instead of taking out a, a second Sefer Torah. And one of the reasons brought down in the Gemara is because by taking out a second Sefer Torah, that would cause him, cause him to make an, a new bracha, and we don't want to cause brachas in a So we pointed out that the Ramam doesn't bring this reason. So some Achorinim want to say that maybe the Ramam holds a person could cause a bracha in a So yesterday, Sherry, we went through a few different places in Halacha, and we'll continue that discussion today. Is if it's, you're doing it for a mitzvah consideration, you're doing it to make, perhaps to make a hundred brachas or to you're causing extra brachas in order to be yotzei shalashudas. It's a it's a Arab yantif. Shabbos uh, is Arab yantif, and you want to eat shalashudas, you know, earlier in the day. So the halacha is brought down that a person potentially could split up his meal, even though he's going to end up causing brachas she'enetzricha, because you're doing it for a mitzvah consideration. So one could answer that the Ramam does agree that a person should not be garim a bracha she'enetzricha, but the case in Yuma where the Kain Gadol um, doesn't want to take out a second Sefer Torah, that's not called a bracha she'enetzricha. In fact, it would be a bracha she'enetzricha because he doesn't want to be goyl in Betzibor. You don't want to use one Sefer Torah because then you have to start uh, start rolling it to find the other place, and that's a tircha de tzibor. So maybe in that case, it would be considered a tzarech to take out another Sefer Torah. The reason why we don't, as the Rambam says, is because it's a begam on the first Sefer Torah. So that's just uh, concluding thoughts on that uh, Gemara. So I just want to keep going in the halachas of Bracha Shein because the applications are very prevalent and we usually don't spend so much time on one halacha, but I think it's important. Okay, so based on this halacha of being of causing a Bracha Shein the Rashba says, in Hilcha Shechita, when you're shechting, uh, a shechet should not speak in between shechitas uh, and shechitas, meaning a person is shechting chickens, so he's shechting a bunch of chickens. Don't speak out between chicken A and chicken B, because if you do, you're going to have to make a new bracha. So that's caused. That's called being garim a bracha shenetzricha. Comes along the shari tshuva and some of the achornim, and they say they ask about the following scenario. Let's say the shechet is a rule of shechting. And he's not sure if he spoke out. He's not sure. Suffolk, if he was mafsik. So what should he do? If you continue shechting, so that's considered, it's potentially considered shechting without a bracha. You don't want to do that. You want to shecht with a bracha. There's a, there's a takana derabanan that we make a bracha before we shecht. On the other hand, if I make a new bracha, we say suffolk brachas lahaka. I'm not sure if I'm chayef to make a new bracha. So what should I do? So the Shari Tshuva says, be mafsik, make a hafsik, talk, or go outside, or take a break, do something that's going to cause you to make another bracha. Aye, what about uh, causing a bracha in a tzricha? 
So obviously, if you're trying to get out of a suffix, it's mutter. Another example. Let's say a person, uh, he's sitting at his desk at work, and he's sipping water. And at some point, he's like, uh, I'm not sure if I made a bracha. Did I make a shahako? He has no clue, no recollection. Balacha is, by suffix brachas, if you have a suffix, if you made a bracha, we say suffix brachas lahakal, you do not make another bracha by suffix, and you're still allowed to drink. You're allowed to go on and drink. There's no problem. So, some of the Acharyim say, why should you potentially be drinking without a bracha? Cause yourself to make a new bracha. So, if you're at work, halacha is you, you, leave, you leave the office, you leave your location. When it comes to a shahako, you'd have to make a new bracha. So do that. Don't simply rely on the sasafeg brachas lahako. Halachali, a person's allowed to rely on it. There's nothing wrong with it. But you would say there's a milsa de chasidas to stay out of sveikas. Another example is desserts. Now, many people assume that anything you eat in a meal is a... It does not need a bracha because you already made hamaitzi. So that is not true. The Gemara says hamaitzi works for dvarm habon b'soyachasuda. There are two conditions. It has to come b'soyachasuda in the suda itself, not before the suda, not after the suda. That's the dvarm habon b'soyachasuda. And it has to be machmasa suda. It has to be something that comes for the meal, meaning it's considered a meal item. So your chicken and your steak. And your potatoes, those are obviously meal items. And meal items, things that satiate, are all included in Hamaiti Lechem and Aretz, because Lechem, we could uh, we could expand it to mean anything that's coming to satiate, that's what Lechem does. So that is included in Hamaiti Lechem and Aretz. So let's say a person's eating something which is not there to satiate. He's having a candy, he's eating a chocolate, he's uh, so all, so and uh, he's eating fruit. So typically we say, that you have to make a bracha rishayna on your desserts, ice cream and and, uh, and fruit, candy, chocolate, nuts. You'd have to make a, a bracha rishayna even during your meal. Now, benching would work that you don't have to make a separate bracha rishayna, but a bracha rishayna is necessary. There's a question in halacha. What about cake? Cake is typically a suffix of pas. It's a suffix if it's bread or not. So perhaps you already were yaitza with your with your Hamaiti Lechem and Aretz. So first of all, some many of the Paiskim say, and if you just read the Svarim, the Paiskim say that, well, cake is there to satiate. So it's considered part of the meal. It's just like steak. It's just like uh, chicken. Cake has grain in it. It's there as a lesvoya uh, 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 to satiate. However, if you look around at people's uh, waistlines and um, you go to uh, people's meals, um, they're, they're serving, there's a seven-course meal. Everyone's stuffed. And then they bring out ice cream and cake. So don't tell me the cake is coming to satiate. The person uh, is full for already a couple of hours. He doesn't need the cake. He's better off without it. So cake for, especially in America, for most of our meals, the cake is coming. The um, quinoach is coming just for dessert, to eat more, to taste more. You're not using it for its uh, calorie um, intake in order to satiate yourself. You're already satisfied. So therefore, one cannot hide behind the fact that cake is there to satiate. There are maybe one or two exceptions. One exception would be, you know, sometimes in a yeshiva lunch, where a person, uh, where they serve, you know, a little rice and soup and cake, 
So then if a person did wash, you could see the cake is actually most of the meal. Or you have uh, shalashudas in shul. Sometimes in a shul, they don't serve too much for shalashudas. So you're lucky if you get a piece of cake. So maybe in that case, in that situation, the cake would be considered uh, part of the meal. But in our typical, let's say your typical Shabbos, the person ate uh, five courses, and then he, his wife brings him ice cream and a little bit of cake, and he's eating that. He's definitely not eating it lesvaya. So the question is, do you make a bracha rishana or not? So every piece of cake is a suffix if it's pas or not, or pas above a kistin. Is it considered hamaitzi? So we say if a person eats kadei svia of cake, you got a bench. So based on this, the place can say, why should you make another bracha of Barimani Mazanis, you might have been yotz already with your bracha of Amaiti Lechem and Aret. You already ate, uh, you ate Lechem. So therefore, don't make another bracha, Safek Brachas Lahakel. So Rabban Sihan Abba Shaul, he says that it's better to bench and then eat the cake. I causing a bracha Shein Atzricha, I'm doing it for halach reason to stay out of the Safek Brachas. Another place you see this is a Machlekes in Yaradea. If a person is milchiks and he wants to eat, a uh, person had ice cream and now he wants to eat his uh, deli sandwich, or he wants to eat uh, a deli sandwich, he wants to eat a piece of steak, does he have to make a bracha achroina between the milchiks and the fleshiks? Machlekes and the paiskim, the paiskim that say he should make a bracha achroina, they all say it's not a problem of causing a bracha she'en because you're doing it for the halachic reason to separate between the suda of milchiks and the suda of fleshiks. There's one place in halacha where we see that a person should not do this, that's between Tfil and Shayan and Tfil and Shareish, the Chayadam and the Shachnarach, Chayadam and Claudio Gimel says a person should not speak out between Shayan and Shareish, even to say Heishmi Rabba, I uh, you're doing something Shebek Dusha, but there it's not just merely with the uh, the problem of causing a bracha Shina Tzricha but Tfilin there's a concept of putting on Tfilin Shayan and Shoresh Bahavaya Achas at one shot, even if a person's putting on Rabbeinu Tam Tfilin, you should not speak out between, and even on Chalamoid uh, the Chayadim Paskins, the Mishbur argues, the Chayadim Paskins, the person should not say Yehishmi Rabba between Shayan and Shoresh. So let's go back to our original case. A person goes out to a restaurant, he orders a burger, He's waiting for his sandwich to come, and he's hungry. He, he was working the whole day, he's tired, and his wife and kids already got their food, so his kids have some french fries. Can he nibble on the french fries before his burger comes? When his burger comes, he's going to go wash. If he would wash now, he wouldn't have to make a hadam on his french fries. Is that a problem of causing a bracha shein So you can ask a very simple hakira. All these aterim of mitzvahs, is that a heter um, because we say it's better to be over this problem of causing a bracha shenetzricha, then to be stuck in a situation of suffix brachas, that's one way of learning it. Or do we say no? By the fact that there's a tzarech here, that makes it, that that says it's not called a bracha shenetzricha anytime I have a need, whether it's a Jewish need, a religious need, or a personal need. And if you look at the Magan Avram, it seems like even a personal preference person wants to eat before the meal, he's hungry, so then it will be allowed. So, halach lamaisa. If a person can wait 20 seconds, his burger's right is about to come. They're literally serving his burger. He just doesn't want to wait the 20 seconds. You could say, perhaps in that case, there will be room to be machmer and uh, and wash before you eat your uh, your french fries. However, let's say a person, there's a delay, or he's hungry now. He can't. He doesn't want to wait. So I don't think a person is mechoyev to wait. Uh, before he eats, in order to avoid a bracha shenetzricha, he's allowed to say, I'm eating right now, right now is my meal, and um, 
And when uh, when the bread com- when the bread comes, I'll go. Uh, when the bread comes, I'll go wash. At that point, I just want to point out when a person is eating before he eats a meal. Let's say you're eating your French fries before your before your burger, or you're by a shmorg before a wedding. You have a serious question of a bracha achrona. A bracha achrona is probably necessary because when it comes to benching, benching only helps if it was eaten b'soy chasuda. Benching only helps if it was eaten during the meal. So a person eats uh, a bunch of French fries, he would have to make a barinafashus before he starts his uh, his meal. There are many details involved in this shail of when to make a bracha when, when to not make a bracha It's better to avoid the whole question and eat less than the kazayas. Or be mafsik, make a bracha and then go to your car, go out for a minute. But if a person is not being mafsik, you have to know these halachas, um, we'll get to that in Hilchas Brachas, but if someone has a has a Shiloh, comes up all the time, just reach out to me and I'll give you a uh, a brief summary of the Halachas.